Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Roaring D20s podcast. I am your, well, okay, I was going to say that I was your mildly concerned dungeon master, <laughs> but after the past 45 minutes of not starting recording on time, mm-hmm. I'm no longer concerned. Your fate is your own. Scott Jones. And today I've got our normal cast of uh, characters here with us, all of whom decided to show up at one point in time, and I'll let them introduce <laughs> themselves. At one point in time. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, hi, this is Caitlin McKegg playing Caitlin McKegg, and uh, I'm a little bit depresso espresso because I miss my boy. Hey, this is Josh playing Uther, and I I just want to say I did what I could. I didn't mean for that to happen. <laughs> that, that is correct. You could, in fact, do what you did. Uh, yes. <laughs> hi, hi, I'm Chris, and I play Marcus, and I arrived, and I'm here, and... What are we doing? <laughs> Everybody, uh, this is Jesse playing Bartholomew Sinclair, and I'm honestly having a really good time. I don't know about the rest of y'all. I'm just walking around <laughs> in, in the village of the actor eye, waiting on you guys to get back with those carts. Are you still naked? No. Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Jacob, and I'm playing Gork, and my boy! My boy! <laughs> <laughs> All right. When last we met, we finished up combat in the woods as the party attempted to retrieve their wagon and their horses that uh, fearless leaders, Caitlin and Marcus, completely forgot existed. <sighs> they found them being devoured by the creatures of the forest and promptly were forced into combat. Uh, after a bit of a harrowing situation in which they didn't remember that wolves are, in fact, pack animals. They were snuck up on, split, a couple of them were knocked, and then Uther had the idea that, oh, I'll just put them to sleep. We had a long discussion in the post-show about where to drop sleep in the future and about action economy as half the party fell asleep along with half of the remaining wolves. During that time, (laughs) a spiritual wolf said to be a familiar of some kind to Nyla, the archdruid of the Forest of No Return, appeared. Some return. And while Caitlin was unconscious on the ground due to the effects of Uther's sleep spell, Fango was taken from her. My boy! <laughs> <laughs> Though the party attempted to give chase, they were unable to catch up with the four-legged beast, and Fango disappeared through the fog wall into the hands of Nyla herself. Afterward, not really knowing what direction to go in, with half the party feeling some kind of bloodlust and the other half not feeling anything at all, they said, well, we may as well start by getting the band back together. And so Gork, now Bill, flipped the wagon over and is presently dragging it himself back to the camp of the Achnari, where they hope to meet up with their friend Bartholomew. So... As we get started today, Bartholomew, we're starting with you, buddy. Oh, nice. <laughs> Let's backtrack a little bit. All right. Very easy to do when you have a cart without horses. <laughs> I have nothing to say to that. I, I just I have nothing. <laughs> Bartholomew, oh, boy. Was five yeah. shorts. Yeah. Your dreams are 
plagued with images you don't understand. You oh. see a large, ominous-looking tower, storm clouds overhead, lightning striking in the distance. You see waves large enough to topple an entire city rise up over the ocean. You see what can only be described as a circular prison. Something enormous, something glowing golden trapped inside. And you turn and see a familiar face in front of you. As you reach out towards that figure, you blink and you wake up. Oh. You're in the village of the Akhnerai. Your companions are asleep all around you. Fango happily snoozing in Caitlin's arms. Yeah, I did that <laughs> just to be a dickhead. <laughs> it's dawn. You hear activity in the rest of the camp. You decide that you probably need to take a walk to clear your head. Yeah, definitely. So I'll walk outside, but I'll give uh, Fango a nice little pat on the head before I leave. Okay. As you do so, he, he kind of squirms happily in the little nest that he has uh, next to Caitlin, but doesn't wake up. And from there, I'll, I'll head outside and kind of let a big stretch in uh, a bend and look out and see what the village is up to. Okay. So this early in the morning, you can see that several individuals are returning from the edge of the forest. Um, a few of them have carcasses of deer around their shoulders. It appears that their morning hunt was a success. Uh, you do smell something on the air, something that is actually a little bit familiar. It, it smells like pie and bread and other baked goods. So you're assuming that the village is preparing for its morning meal. Mm. Where do you go? I get vague memories of, of Mama Freya, um, but also get even closer memories of Ava. Banana bread. And, and her banana bread, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and the delicious pie that, that I had with her as well. Um, so I would go head off in that direction and see what she's up to. Okay. So as you make your way through the village, the Aknarai greet you. Um, in a way that is, is a little bit startling at first, you know, you don't hear them doing a lot of speech and you haven't heard them speak common very often, um, knowing what you know now about the Akhnari and their origins and their abilities and capabilities, um, you're getting the sense that they're used to your presence now. And it doesn't hurt that Ava seems to have taken a liking to you. And as you wander in that direction, you are greeted warmly. Um, you make your way over to where you see the smell coming from, and you can see that there are several individuals uh, working a, a, a very primitive-looking stove, or uh, oven, excuse me, <laughs> a very primitive-looking <laughs> oven, and you do see Ava among them. Uh, does she appear to be busy? She does, but not... Uh, she's busy, but... Not too busy to say hi. <laughs> not, not like cool. busy, busy, you know. 
Yeah, like not frantically doing like 10 things at once. Yeah, <laughs> she's in her morning routine. Okay, so I, I would I would go up and be like, oh, good morning, Ava. Um, do you need a hand with, with any of the baking? I'm not the best at it, but always happy to help. So as you walk up and say, good morning, Ava, she turns around with a, a, a plate of something in her hands and you almost recreate the scene of your first meeting. But this time she stops herself and looks up and says, oh, <laughs> hi, good morning, Bartholomew. <laughs> uh, that was a little bit awkward, almost. Well, I'm How wearing clothes today? this time, so... True, true. <laughs> mm. I preferred the first time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yes, uh... Very white. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, could you use a hand with anything? Uh, I'm seems I'm the first one up, so got some time to kill, and the smell of all this delicious baked goods is made me want to uh, lend a hand and maybe snag a few. Of course. Uh, if you wouldn't mind, I'm about to take this to uh, our leader. He is probably isn't awake yet. If you just leave this outside of his tent, it'll be fine. And I'll have some, uh, I don't know, what would you like? In the mood for anything particular? Um, I kind of gaze at the, the, the table, the assortment, and um, it looks like, I can't quite tell, but it almost kind of looks like there is maybe like a, like a coffee cake. A, at least it looks like one. I don't know if it is, but mm -hmm. I'll kind of point to that. I'll be like, whatever that is, that looks delectable. Says, I'll have some waiting for you when you get back. Awesome. And I will be back shortly. All right. And I so will I assume... grab... Yeah, okay. I'll do all that stuff. <laughs> okay. So you take the plate and you walk through the village. And you make your way to where you and the rest of your party had initially spoken to the leader of the Achnerai. And he had given you his interesting takes on what your unique individual sense were. I can barely um, believe it. Very funny. <laughs> Chris, bring in the comedy. <laughs> <laughs> As you get to the leader's tent, you actually do hear a very loud snore coming from inside. So loud it doesn't sound human. There's this small thought that crosses Bartholomew's mind that says, don't poke the sleeping bear, don't poke the sleeping bear, don't poke the sleeping bear, <laughs> as he gingerly sets the, uh, the tray down uh, outside the tent and turns to head out. <laughs> Do I make him make a wisdom save? <laughs> <laughs> nah. <laughs> okay. As you make your way back, as promised, the uh, the coffee cake that you had spotted earlier is waiting for you on a plate. And uh, Ava is there and says, so, what are your plans for today? Uh, I think the plan is... I guess we, we need to find a way to get to Wolf's Crest. I... I I feel like that's that's our next step. I, I'm not really sure what else we could do with Nyla. Uh, she seems to be pretty adamant about, you know, not wanting to help us unless the, her terms are met. So I guess that would be our next step. Fair enough. If you like, I can show you an area where there's a path that kind of leads towards the direction of Wolf's Crest. I think the fog is oh. a little bit thinner there. You might have an easier time getting there. I... I think that would help us greatly. I, I honestly, it's been challenging just to, to navigate any part of this, uh, this 
this forest. And thank you for for sharing the the, the name with me. By the way, I'm going to keep that close to heart. Uh, and probably of course. tell the rest of the party, so just keep it a secret. Oh, you like your secrets, don't you? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> she gives a hearty laugh and says, come on, I'll show you. Awesome. Let's, uh, the two let's of go. You, the two of you have a pleasant walk. Uh, she takes you maybe 15, 20 minutes outside of the village in sort of the north by northwestern direction that would be the exit of the forest. Um, and as you kind of tread off of the beaten path a little bit. She turns and she points and you see, says, see here, you can tell that the fog has actually kind of pulled back a little bit. I don't know if that's because of what happened between you guys and Nyla, but uh, you actually might be able to get through without a lot of issue. Kind of looking at it myself, would I would I kind of agree with her on that? Yeah, it's definitely a thinner fog. It's like it, it it sort of covers the ground a little bit, but it's not really the impenetrable wall that you saw more towards the heart of the forest. Does it look like something that um, our horses and wagon could traverse? It's big enough to get through. Yeah. Cool. I'm like, oh, that's that's great. Um and that, that sinking feeling kind of hits me. We never got our horses. That's... How many days has it been? Ava, how long have, we, have, have I been here? Uh, two or three days. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. I, I feel like... <laughs> I feel like we made a mistake here with the horses. Ah, ah they're probably fine. It, they're, they're horses. They live <laughs> off grass and stuff, and... It's not like there's anything that's going to... I mean, Nyla would probably protect them, right? She's... That's kind of like her thing, right? You never really know what Nyla's planning, to be honest. Oh. Yeah, they're they're probably fine. <laughs> that said, as you have that thought, something catches the corner of your eye. A glint in the distance, coming from the direction of the thinner fog layer that Ava has pointed out to you. What, what does it look like? It doesn't look like anything. It, it, it looks like if you've, if you've ever seen like the glint off of, say, like a wristwatch, mm. like where okay. it's so brief, you, you notice its presence. But when you turn, it's like nothing is there. Yeah. But you see that off in the distance. And as you turn, you turn back. And Ava is still there. She has her hand outstretched and her mouth open. In a jovial manner, as though she was about to say something else. But she's not moving. Is this that feeling that I kind of remember on the way to... Um, not Alcaster. Uh, the other town. <laughs> the, oh, the Thieves' Town? Yeah, yes. I don't know why I can't think of that right now. <laughs> yes, it is the same feeling. So that instant panic kind of subsides a bit and and I and I kind of look around and then kind of try to focus on that that glint. Um, do, do I see any hooded figures in the area? <laughs> no, but as you turn back after realizing that Ava is frozen, standing maybe two feet in front of you. Is a small childlike figure. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I. Wasn't expecting to see you again anytime soon. Uh, uh, bra show, was it, I'm guessing? Figure nods ever so, ever so slightly. And in a voice that 
sort of echoes through your mind. He speaks. The scales. The scales are about to be rebalanced. Uh, rebalanced in what way? Um, in alignment? Uh, out of alignment? I will show you. Figure reaches out a hand. What do I have to lose? I'll grab onto the hand. <laughs> As you grab onto the hand, you vanish instantly from where you were standing. <laughs> and suddenly you get this sense that you are flying, just soaring through the air. As you look down under you, you can see the vast expanse of the forest that you just left. And as you begin to fly, you go past the outer ring towards the middle ring. And finally, you see yourself flying towards the very center ring of the Rings of Engval, the island where supposedly Ludmore Keep stands. As you look, what you see in front of you is not a grand castle, but ruins crackling with life, crackling with energy. There appears to be some kind of barrier around the entire thing, but you just fly straight past it, straight through it. What the hell? <laughs> That's the internal thought going through his head is just fair. what the hell? <laughs> and as you stop inside what's left of the ruined hall, you glimpse an image from one of the dreams that you've been having. Is it the tower? No. <laughs> <laughs> Three stone circles embedded into the ground, runes etched around each of them. As you watch, each of the stone circles rises from the ground and they begin, begin spinning around one another. And you see a golden figure appear inside of it. The figure unleashes a loud scream, and finally you find yourself waking up, gasping for air, back on the ground in the forest. But something's different. <sighs> the lights changed. And you can hear a panicked voice shouting, Bartholomew! Bartholomew? Uh, uh, oh. Do I finally see Ava again, I'm assuming? It's more than that. You're prone <laughs> on the ground. Oh. So as you look up at the sky, you realize that something's different. The sun, which was just rising when you left, is now directly overhead. Uh, uh, Ava, uh, oh my gosh. Bartholomew? And you suddenly uh. hear footsteps running towards you at like a fast pace. And she skids to the ground next to you. She goes, where have you? Are you? Are you? And she places her hand on your forehead. It's like, you're burning up. I. I was flying. What? <laughs> Sorry. What? I, I, I think I was flying. I, I flew to the center of, of the rings and there was just so much energy and stone circles and they were spinning. You're hallucinating. We need to get you back to town. Come on, get up, get up. Uh, I kind of stumble and I trip over my foot and fall back down. Okay. Um, as she turns and looks at you just on the ground there, she kind of gives a deep inhale and says, okay, 
Okay. 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 And right in front of you, she shifts into a beast form. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Her beast form is also a wolf. A wolf? Much larger <laughs> than her actual, like, gnomish form. Yeah. And as she looks over, <laughs> she kind of gives, like, a, a, a growling noise. Josh, you've got to stop it. <laughs> Sorry. You've killed Jacob. <laughs> I've seen wanted, it. I've seen I this before. I was sitting to my head for, like, <laughs> half a second. I was going to be like, that's, a, that's an uwu joke. And then Josh is fucking a wooze. <laughs> Like my thoughts came to life. I'm sorry. Oh. That was honestly out of reflex. Don't let your memes be dreams, kids. Josh just teleported back to the late 2000s. Heard immediately went uwu. I, I quit. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Shut up now. Oh, fucking hell. And in her beast form, Ava motions to you Bartholomew does not say oh woo <laughs> that's good because I think if she did I probably wouldn't accept the ride <laughs> I'd call my way back to town wipe. <laughs> game is over yeah it's I looking would, that way what happened to Bartholomew? I, I, I would muster up whatever strength I had in this moment to to try to uh to like reach up to, to get on her so she can take me back to town. Okay. It takes some effort. I won't make you roll for it. It takes a little bit of effort, but you get there. And within a few minutes, you find yourself back in town. In that time, your head's cleared a little bit. You've recovered some from the forced vision. Um, and when you get back to town, you notice that while it's busy in the noontime, everyone, everyone appears to be focused on something coming from the other end of the encampment. And as you look, you know, kind of falling off of Ava's back, you stumble to your feet and you see your party in the distance coming towards you. But they look a little different than you last left them. Oh. In front, you see Gork. No, no, he's talking way too much. That's definitely Bill. <laughs> <laughs> He also appears to be single-handedly pulling the remains of your wagon back the into the village. <laughs> <laughs> so Gork ate the horses. Got it. Sure. Slightly behind him is Marcus. Correct answer. <laughs> looking deep in thought. Behind Marcus, limping a little bit, are both Creeley and Uther. And way in the back bleeding from several wounds looking the most depressed you've ever seen her dragging her feet is Caitlyn huh is so I so just so I understand the picture I'm uh, riding Ava back and I see them you're now in the center of town. You've gotten off of Ava's back and managed to get back to your own feet. You noticed that everyone in town seemed to be looking at something that was coming into the village. And when you went to investigate, you see that. Do... Am I at the point where if I were to start running towards them, would I, like, faint again? Like, am I stable enough to be able to, to run? You can certainly try. 
<laughs> I will I will do that because I, I that something doesn't seem right with them. Cool, make a deck safe. Alright. <laughs> uh 14 plus 5, that's a 19. Nice. Uh, you stumble a little bit when you first try to run, but you manage to get your feet under you and you make your way towards Bill at the front of the pack. Rest of the party, you are now in play. Oh, Bartholomew. Marcus, uh, Bill, I, what, what happened? What? We, um, what? we had quite the adventure. I trust you're well rested. We had I, a little tussle with some of the wildlife. You know how it is. It looks like more than a tussle, really. Um, what happened to the horses? Well, we made a grave error in the um, events leading up to losing our party um, with Nyla and the wall, and the horses, when we returned to them, uh, were eaten by some of the wolves of the forest. Oh. So they weren't okay. They were not. Yeah, I guess that kind of makes sense, leaving them out there for a few days. But hey, at least you fought off the wolves and everybody's accounted for, right? Mm, One make a perception check. (laughs) Not exactly. (laughs) Uh, Perception, uh, 20, not natural. 20. Uh, All of your humanoid party members appear to be present, but you, you focus in on Caitlyn, and it's not immediately apparent to you what exactly is wrong, but... You are, even though I made you make a perception check, you are insightful enough to realize that more is amiss than just her injuries, which look very bad. You know that, you know that, (laughs) you know that emoji that's not happy or sad. It's just got the teeth showing like, ooh, (laughs) you know the one. Yeah, Uh, that that emote is called grimacing. Yeah, grimacing, the grimacing emote. Uh, wait, did Marcus, t- don't tell me that Fango got eaten as well by the wolves. Mm, not Fango is as far as we know. OK, just. Oh, oh, well, that, that's fine. Then if as long as he's OK, <laughs> not well, quite with us. Nyla or not Nyla. Shit. <laughs> when I say Nyla, I mean. I, I, I think you got it right, buddy. Oh, did I? <laughs> that oh, is the arch. I'm thinking Creely in my head. Shit. Creely I always mix him up in my head. I don't know why I do that. standing next to you. I know, I know. Josh, Josh, you're telling me that all druids look the same. Oh my god, Josh. That's, that's you know what? Classist. You know what? No. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, N- Nyla. Nyla decided to fulfill part of her bargain herself. Indeed. So, she took Fango. Well, that's not really part of the bargain. Taking is not the to same her as it giving. Was. That's besides the point. I why what why would she, why would she take Fango? That doesn't seem anything like what what she seemed. Well, she thought it was a uh, the right thing to do. Especially since she lost her companion. Marcus kind of like looks around, making sure none of like the the locals kind of like are too close. Um, And kind of like 
like looks at Bartholomew and is like, Bartholomew, clearly there's something wrong here with the rings, and we've established there's something wrong with Nyla. Whether she had wisdom or not, it is uh, corrupted, askew. There's something wrong with her, just as much as there's something wrong with the rings. And I don't know how much of her is really in control. Maybe she did this um, because of that, or maybe she did this for another reason. I don't really know, but it happened, and we are unable to do anything at the present moment. That's fair, and I'm... You could tell that that Bart is half paying attention and half kind of looking over at Caitlin. He, he acknowledges what you said, but he's looking over at Caitlin and and kind of says thank you, Marcus, and pats you on the shoulder and, and kind of goes over to Caitlin and is like, are, are you okay? I, I mean, not physically, but I, I can tell you're not physically, but are you, are you okay otherwise? Not, no. I'm not okay. I'm not. And, you know, it's not important right now. I just, I want to go sit down. And she's just going to kind of walk away and head towards whatever tent we were staying in, profusely bleeding. (laughs) As you make your way there, you are stopped by four different members of the Akhnari, all of whom are immediately trying to tend to your wounds. Um, I think Caitlin would start to get kind of agitated, just be like, no, I'm fine. I just need to go make a potion. Just leave me alone. I'm fine. Uh, A couple of them start speaking at you, like, rather fervently in a language you don't understand. Uh, One of them is pointing at a a stump nearby and, and trying to indicate that you need to sit down. I feel like she would keep fighting, but with how low my health point or my hit points are, I think she would you know, succumb just literally because of exhaustion. Okay. So do you sit? Um, I I think I would kind of fight against them a bit, but if they, like, tried to prompt me over a little bit more aggressively, I would. Okay. If you... Okay, how are you trying to fight them? It's just kind of like, <laughs> like very light hands, like, no, just stop, like, kind of putting my hands up and being like, I'm fine. Just let me go make a potion. I'm fine. And then I feel like my words would start to fade because I'm just so exhausted and blood loss. So. Okay. One of them seems to get what you're trying to say and starts to back off, but the others seem adamant. They start arguing with one another before eventually two of them attempt to grab you. <laughs> I can't fight back. I think I'm too tired and <laughs> emotionally distraught. I think once they grab me and sit me down, it's kind of like that how I picture it, like the scene in Spirited Away when Chihiro finally eats something, she just starts sobbing. So I think when they start working on me, I'm just going to quietly cry to myself. Okay. Um, so as they sit there, you you are handed a cup of something warm, can't identify, um, and you are told in common to drink. And I'll just like kind of slowly nod and just give in and okay. start drinking. As you drink... Um, a warmth does fill your body that numbs the pain, but it also helps the tears fall more freely. Uh, As the others continue to work on you, um, you're bandaged, 
Your wounds are closed. You heal... 23 points. Cool. And one of them, one of the individuals who is there just occasionally dabs at your eyes. Who else is injured? You know, I've had a couple of scratches and bruises here and there. <laughs> okay. Marcus is uh, physically okay, but he, like, sees this and he, like, appears visibly, like, sullen and he almost, like, wants to go to Caitlyn, but he, like, doesn't exactly know how to interact, so he just kind of, like, takes a... He starts doing what he normally does and kind of, like, takes a kind of a... Um, a look at the cart and kind of like appraises like all the damage and stuff like that because he knows how to do that essentially. Okay, you can fix that, but you can't fix me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Trying to find do, a thing to fix. <laughs> do, do I do I see Marcus? Like, can I can I kind of sense that he's feeling like he wants to say something? Make an insight check. Oh wow, this die is rolling so much better than D and D Beyond. I just want to point that out. <laughs> Uh, that's a uh, insight is 22 22 yeah, yeah. You, you you do so I, I will go up to to Marcus and and be like I think I think you're on the right track uh working on the cart letting her have some space she's uh, I've not felt this kind of energy coming from her before but I feel like there is something we can do, but just not right now. There's like a half second where Marcus like is startled when Bartholomew like comes up to him and says that, and then he like kind of like recollects himself and is like, "Oh, um, yeah, yes, this is all quite beyond me. I understand that. I mean, of course, it. I don't know, Bartholomew. It." I, it pains me to see her like this, and I just feel like I can't help. You know, I I always try to find a solution, and like I said, it's beyond me right now. Well, I don't know what to do. Maybe the solution is just patience. Well, that is one of my strong suits, at least, I suppose. That's true. You do put up with quite a lot from me. Oh, yes. Yes, I give you twice the patience that I give most people. Oh, well, I feel quite honored. <laughs> that sounds like love to me. <laughs> <laughs> that that being said, what... I mean, what fully happened? Well, when we went to retrieve the cart, we saw that they were accosted by a pack of wolves. Uh, and when we went to fend them off... Uh, you were attacked by them, as well as a larger group that was uh, hiding in wait. Uh, as we finished dispatching them, there was a... Hard for me to understand, but it seemed like an ethereal wolf. It seemed perhaps um, a, a, a specter or a familiar or some sort of um, a magic of Nyla. And um, as the party was put to sleep... By one of our friends. Um, uh, you mean Uther? Yes, Uther. 
Uh, I kind of guessed. <laughs> this this ethereal wolf, this spectral wolf, um, took took a took our dear dear companion uh, from Caitlin and um, uh, ran into the woods. It didn't. I'm assuming you chased. Yes, we did try, uh, but it was quite fast, and it didn't seem. Uh, like it was a part of the, the the wolf pack that was attacking the cart, and I was rather confused at first. I could have acted faster, and I regret that I did not. I think that's putting too much weight on yourself, quite frankly. That's clearly if it was any if it was any other situation i would have been like oh i have no idea what that could possibly be but clearly that was that was nyla in some form wanting to get fango and whether or not you chase after it uh going after an arch druid doesn't seem like the most sound thing to do in any situation for us Yes, but at the time, it could have been one of the other wolves, but it didn't seem... I just... I didn't want to shoot first and ask questions later, you know. And by that time, I was able to make off with Fango. That is... regrettable. You're telling me. At that point, the two of you hear footsteps coming up behind you. Um, it's Creeley, actually. Mm. Most of her bouncy, good-natured energy is gone. She's got her hands just kind of in her pockets, kicking dirt as she kind of walks up to you. By the way, Marcus, go ahead and give me an investigation check. Yeesh. Uh, seven. Seven. You're having a hard time focusing on what's wrong with the cart as you have with this conversation. Yeah. You know that one of the wheels is not properly aligned and the tarp is almost completely destroyed, like the cover. Aside from that, you don't really know what's wrong with it. Oh boy. Yeah, as you have this conversation, Creeley kind of walks up behind you. Says, I think that advice... Uh, Probably needs to be given to some of the others. Uh, which which part? The fact of not heading off against an archdruid, or yes, and she I kind would of agree. nods her head back the other direction, and you look and you see Uther pushing his way past members of the Agnari, just kind of storming off into the village. As, um, as 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 much as this is clearly, I'm sorry. This is an infuriating moment. Clearly, the the, the Archdruid Nyla um, acted on her own after we tried to peacefully talk to her. I definitely believe that. As outrageous as this moment is, I don't think Fango is in any clear danger with her, considering her um, state of being and the reason why she wanted Fango in the first place. I, 
I think Fenger will be fine for now. Um, I think we can tell that to the others, and we can continue our uh, investigation of the rings uh, overall. Um, and once again, as regrettable as this outcome is, uh, I did mention earlier uh, during the, the the original conversation with Nyla that Fango would be safe with her as we uh, explored the rings. So I still believe that, at least. And to maybe give you some more fuel um, on continuing this journey, um, while when I got up early, I, I went with Ava and she showed me a, a path um, where the fog is very thin. Looks very accessible to continue on to Wolf's Crest. Oh. Um, is it a way we can take the carts? I understand that there's, you know, quite a lot of water in between the rings. Yes, uh, it does It look wide enough. Uh, I kind of thought the horses would be okay, but uh, <laughs> I opened my mouth and then, then they were not. So, <laughs> but uh, there's definitely enough room for the cart. We'd be able to still take that. We might have to uh, uh, beseech, beseech the, uh, the the chieftain, perhaps, for some new horses. Um, if he trusts us with such a thing after this. Well, we're not going to be attacking his his uh, the person he worships as a god, so I, I think that's a good first step. That's fair. By the way, you were spending your time at camp. Did you do anything else today? It was some time before we caught up to you. Oh, I... <laughs> I want a to lot make happened. a cream pie joke so bad. Oh my god. Oh no. <laughs> Listen, I've, I've, for all I knew, I was unconscious for four hours. Like, I, mean, uh, I, I know that. I just... <laughs> uh, yeah, I, 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 once I saw you guys return, I, I actually had just woken up. I had a, another one of those visions. Uh, remember back in... Um, after we left Alcaster, <laughs> how we kind of seem to have teleported our way to Zast. <laughs> Did you find the knife? No. <laughs> I, <laughs> Bill, I, I would love to have found the knife, but uh, I'm sure that it's still with Josephine. Marcus mm. kind of squints at Bill. <laughs> <laughs> visions uh i was flying towards the center of uh, ludmore keep and found ruins found a lot of energy um like an explosion of of flavor <laughs> he found flavor town <laughs> yeah uh there were stone circles uh and, and a golden figure that screeched and i awoke and apparently it was hours later I'm not entirely sure what happened, but the vision didn't look good. And I was told that the scales are about to be rebalanced. So yeah, eventful morning. <laughs> if, Ma if Marcus had visible subtitles, it would be 
under <laughs> under his face, visibly confused. Nani? Some type of like Obi, Obi One Kenobi, like what? <laughs> <laughs> a couple things I have been watching have subtitles for the music too, so it'd be like confusion music. Yeah. <laughs> Please, can we? Whoever's editing this one, add confusion music. <laughs> Music. <laughs> Make sure you add subtitles. <laughs> I feel like I would want to do that. What was it from? Uh, oh, it's one of those like '90s shows where they go. <laughs> oh yeah, Tim Allen. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Yikes! As crazy as it sounds. Uh, I, I feel at this point it's not really too far beyond the realm of what, what we're used to at this point, Marcus. Honestly, I put that last experience past me because I couldn't even begin to explain it, but it did happen. So I'm... By the way, that town was Alcoa, not Alcaster. <laughs> well, great. I'm real glad I said that correctly. Retcon! My immersion! <laughs> it was Alcoa. Alcoa to, you got Zast correct. Uh, as Alcoa has asked, Alcaster is on the rings. Ah, That's which true. you would know because I gave you a handy dandy map of the rings. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I know. I don't have it pulled up right now, <laughs> but I remember Ludmore Keep because you said it this episode. Because I because I said it like <laughs> twenty minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exposition, right. Uther. Um, you are the only member of the party presently unaccounted for. I had you storming off. Into uh, into the center of the Akhnarai's village. What would you like to be doing at this point? Because Bill pulled up to make comments. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> at the wagon. <laughs> oh, gotcha, gotcha. Um, well, I wasn't hurt very badly by the end of it. Well, okay, that's by the that's, end of it. That that's overstating it a bit. <laughs> well, I'm As only I recall, like when you health. decided to put half the party to sleep, you were at one hit point. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how did I get 25 then? I Creely healed the shit out of you. Oh, right, right. Twice. <laughs> that is your, true. Your bowels are cleared. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, hmm. I guess I'll just... I'm gonna inquire about more ho horses. See if anybody has any. Okay, who are you going to speak to? Um... I guess I'll speak to the... To the leader, actually. Okay. So, you wander off from the rest of the group. You're still kind of thinking about the events that occurred... In the forest. And eventually, you find yourself standing in front of the tent of the leader of the Akhnarai. I don't really remember the pathing that you took to get there, but here you are. As you make your way inside, you can see that the man himself is currently sitting, meditating, it appears. His breathing is very even, eyes are closed, legs are crossed, hands on his knees. And as you enter, he inhales very sharply, and one eye opens, and he says, Welcome back. Thank you. We almost didn't make it back. Trouble? 
Uh, yes. Um, I guess because of our lack of experience and the, the events that we've experienced in the last few days, we forgot about our, um, our carriage that we had, uh, parked out in the woods. Um, well, we, uh, we no longer have horses, so that was uh, difficult to find, and we were ambushed by some wolves. The creatures of the forest do hunger. This is the way of things, the natural order. Yes, I, uh, I agree with you on that. I am sorry for the loss of your horses. We also had another loss. Nyla decided to... Um, take uh, one of my party members uh, companions a canid yes I see so we are distressed in many ways I do not know whether she is correct in what she's doing however I do have a request of you she asked us to well, not asked us. If we wanted her help, we needed to help her. In order to do that, we we require some horses if you have any. I come to you specifically so that you understand that while some of my pottery members might be upset with Nyla, I cannot fathom what's happened to her. But our goal here, as we mentioned, is to correct the uh, imbalances on the on these islands so I'm coming to you for help I appreciate your honesty to be honest with another in spite of adversity is a sign of bravery and I welcome that it is unfortunate that I am unable to help you as we here in the village do not keep horses. With our abilities, we find them somewhat redundant. I hope you understand. What I can offer in terms of help is a bit of wisdom, if you'll have it. That is indeed something that is important, <laughs> to say the least. The ways of those more powerful than we are oftentimes confusing, aggravating, in many cases infuriating. I cannot tell you why Our Lady Nyla chose to act as she did. But I can tell you that there was a reason. And that if she chose to take a friend's companion, then it was probably a good one. This I believe with the entirety of my being. Given what she said to you when you spoke with her last, I think it's safe to assume that your friend is okay is safe. Mm -hmm. 
And despite the adversity that your companion Caitlin may be feeling at present, you are still welcome here with the Aknarai. I appreciate that very much. I know, uh... I know eventually we'll have to confront her in a civil manner, but... I'm glad that we could still be welcomed after our little uh, encounter with her in the woods. As far as this village is concerned, you have done no wrong. We have no reason not to welcome you. Thank you for that. Even if you should choose a course of violence, which I would not recommend, Be it your decision to die that way. It is not on me or ours to stop you or hinder you from that path. And so you are still welcome here. I've learned more and more that violence uh, never seems to work out too well for either parties concerning most things so hopefully that will not be our path can you he provide nods. us any assistance in our travels to the next town then any at all we can we can provide some food if that would be helpful that would help um perhaps medicine of any kind hmm The medicine that you need is different from the medicine that we typically use. We may be able to... I believe your friend mentioned that she had medicinal experience. Some, yes. I may be able to have some of my people gather the necessary herbs that she needs. That would be pretty helpful. Thank you. I urge you in this time to remember your commitments to one another and remember to utilize your assets, all of them. You have everything you need to make your way through the rings as you are now. I feel, i.e. Caitlin, don't forget you have silver arrows. <laughs> in, in this case, that's not what I was saying, but like, that's totally fair. L-O-L. <laughs> Sorry, continue. Yeah. Caitlin, what type of arrows would you like to use? I don't know, the uh, pointy kind? The, one, the <laughs> pointy <laughs> kind, of course. <laughs> Obviously. Oh that was that was a very funny encounter. <laughs> just, just remove all non-silvered arrows. <laughs> There's only one type. <laughs> god damn. I, oh my god. <laughs> I love how Marcus, you know, kind of admitted that like tiny detail. Imagine like Bartholomew came up to Marcus and was like, what happened? Oh, Caitlin forgot her arrows. <laughs> Caitlin forgot what was in her fucking bag. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> and the wolves almost killed us. Yes, correct. <laughs> okay. Well, I appreciate the um, 
the wisdom and the support. I I will head back to my companions now and we'll prepare to leave. He will nod and closes his eyes. I leave. <laughs> okay. Do you make your way back to the rest of the party? Yeah. Caitlin, are you still just kind of... Um, I think at this point, like, it's like that, that post-depressive cry, you know, where you're like, it felt good to get it out. You're still a little sad, but kind of, I, I would just kind of pick myself up off the stump. Um, kind of look around, wipe my face, and uh, I guess walk over to my friends. Okay. At this point, as you get there, you see Bill lifting up the wagon. Marcus is presently under it, trying to get one of the wheels back into place. You can see Creeley messing with the tarp, doing something and whispering words, and you can watch as the, the covering of the wagon is mending itself. Uh, as you arrive, Uther arrives as well, and the band is back together. Hold it, Bill. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. Almost got it. Bill, make an athletics check. Okay. <laughs> Good old athletics. <laughs> Baba Booey. 25. 25. You're holding it. You're like, I'm holding it. I'm holding it. If you had a watch, you'd be looking at it because you're lifting it with one arm. <laughs> you're just lifting it up and down. <laughs> I said, hold it, not bench it. <laughs> Just about, and... Yeah. Uh, Marcus, make a... Um, what would this be? I'll let you use sleight of hand for this. Okay. Generous. Uh, 19. 19. Uh, as you do so, you manage to get the one loose bit from the wheel put back in, and the wheel starts spinning without a wobble. Wonderful. All right, now listen here, Cart. You got to get us to our next destination. Got it? Make a persuasion check. The cart. Uh, Twenty-four. Um, <laughs> the cart zooms off. Stop it! <laughs> oh it man! Just leaves. It just leaves. <laughs> um, Marcus just the, watches. The oh. cart is unresponsive. <laughs> But the wood shines with an unusual gleam. <laughs> Say nothing if you're ready to work. <laughs> Thank you. The card opens its mouth. <laughs> it was a mimic. Oh my gosh. I knew it. I'm not going to lie. I almost thought that stump that Caitlin sat on was a mimic. Oh, no. <laughs> Is that the phase of the game we're at now? Is everything a mimic? Everything's yes. a mimic. I oh, have God. that planned for later. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag oops, all mimics. This I entire <laughs> room is made out of cake, and all the cakes are mimics. I saw, I saw Scott's shoulder moving a little bit. I'm pretty sure he was writing this all down. Um, <laughs> extra life one shot idea. House of mimics. House yeah. of mimics. Oh, oh my gosh, God. that'd be horrible. I, uh, uh, Marcus wiggles out from underneath the cart as the the wheels like he. He, you know, takes one of the spokes and starts spinning it. It looks good, and the sea like wiggles out and gets up, letting a <laughs> Gork slash Bill like let it down whenever he chooses, and uh, sees a uh, <laughs> sees both um, Caitlin and Uther like coming up, and his face kind of perks like, oh, it's good to see both of you back, yeah. Yep, I'm back. Well, I uh, 
I inquired about some horses. Couldn't do anything about that. They don't have any. Caitlin, uh, they promised to give us some material so you can make more potions. So, managed to get that at least. Oh. That's good at least, because, yep, I don't got any. So, probably should make some kind of soon. Well, at the very least, we can ask them to um, perhaps stall the cart, and we can proceed on foot. Yeah, we could loop back and grab it before we go back up and totally tell them that we didn't lose the horses. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, they also said they'll give us some food, so that'll be good. Hmm. Oh, yes, that's splendid, actually. Let's see, who would be in range to do this and in the right state of mind? Bartholomew. Hmm. Make a perception check. Okay. Uh, 16 plus 319. Damn, that's good enough. <laughs> uh, as you hear them talking about storing the cart, Creeley shifts uncomfortably. Only you notice. I kind of, as discreetly as possible, try to get myself next to Creeley. Okay. You're easily able to. You're all just having like a discussion. Yeah, and be like, is everything okay? Ah, d nothing. <laughs> well, <laughs> clearly there's something. And I'm saying this in a low tone. Like, I, I, I give her that look, that, 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 that silly look that I have on my face constantly. <laughs> I, you know, just, you know, I, um, it, this is exactly what she says. <laughs> I, it's no, no, we're, uh, you know, wag, wagon looks good. Right. Yeah. You seem uncomfortable. Yeah. Mm, well. <sighs> if you're going to be joining us, I feel like. I just. <sighs> Make a persuasion check. Okay. And this dice on fire. That's a. Uh, 25. God damn it. That's <laughs> because I'm not using D&D &D Beyond. Yeah, no, yeah, no actually, they, they do. I hate digital dice. It's so um, Creeley pipes up and says, where, in a voice that everyone can hear, she says, Fine. If we wait until tomorrow, I can pull the wagon. <gasps> Caitlin kind of perks up. Wait. Oh. Can you become a horse? Yes, I can become a horse. Of course, of course. What color? <laughs> Whatever color you like. Ooh, oh I God. say painted. Yeah, painted horse. Sure. I feel Caitlyn secretly was a horse dragon girl back in the day, just like real Caitlyn was a horse dragon girl. Not a horse girl, not a dragon girl. Horse, horse, horse dragon, dragon girl. Horse and dragon, not horse dragon. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> is that your, your your hundred dragon challenge? That's one of them, right? I the horse make, dragon. Well, I mean, I am doing the Chinese zodiac, so there will be a horse dragon. Perfect. Yes. But you need to make a horse dragon girl. Yes, horse dragon girl. <laughs> a dragonborn druid. I feel like it would be in this universe. You'd have like the kind of t-shirt, and it's like that watercolor effect, and it's like a dragon face looking one way and a horse face looking the other way. That's how you nail it. Oh my god. Jesse, I was thinking that and I didn't say it. So. Oh my gosh, Jesse. Oh my god. Save it, save it for the post show. 
Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, uh, uh, so well, this is this is good. I was about to pull pull the cart myself, but this is way easier. I honestly thought Gork was gonna pull us all the way there. <laughs> what the fuck, guys? <laughs> Okay, okay. So so in in character in character, when Krilly says that, uh Marcus will have kind of like a quizzical look and kinda of like looks at her and, 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 and says to be completely honest, considering you and the, the rest of the this this uh, village are shifters of sorts, I, I did consider the fact that perhaps people could turn into horses, but honestly, considering I don't know the Culture, I thought it would be rather insensitive to ask you or the others to do such a thing. So, I need to retcon something. Mm. She says, if we can wait an hour, oh. <laughs> I can pull it. <laughs> ah. <laughs> she gets her, she gets her shapes hour. back at short rest. <laughs> <laughs> Even better. Uh, yes, I, I had thought of that, but I just thought it would be rather insensitive to ask uh, somebody to shift to the cart. I don't know how these folks would feel, and I'm not excited about it, but it's not a problem. As well, a temporary solution. <laughs> temporary. Of course. In, in the most serious face that, that Bartholomew could give, he says, thank you, Curly. And I appreciate that in this case you wouldn't say nay. <laughs> I'm, I'm rubbing off on him, guys. <laughs> Marcus, yes. what's your armor class? <laughs> 16. Okay. Marcus, you take two points of bludgeoning damage as Creeley punches you in the shoulder. Worth it. <laughs> ah, love it. Ask. Really? I honestly thought Gork might have just uh, pulled this all the way there. I mean, we, we know he could do it. <laughs> it would be a very slow journey. Also but the true. gains he would get. The gains. These gains. <laughs> <laughs> well, that does lead to the next decision then. Um, mm hmm. When are we so going to fight Nyla? <laughs> <laughs> In an hour. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, so, oh my I was gosh. kidding. Short rests only. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... I understand that there's some bad blood going on right now with Nyla, but uh, I, I, I told this to Marcus, and, and I'm sure Bill overheard, but... We do have a way to get to Wolf's Crest. Um, Ava pointed out a path for us, and it's able to support the cart. Oh, good. Um, Caitlin, um, how do you feel about, you know? Uh, Caitlin's going to sigh, and she kind of has like a pained expression on her face, but then it kind of gets very like neutral and distance. Like, just a little bit of pain and then just, like, very solemn and serious. And uh, she'll just be like, I I don't think it's smart for us to go after Nyla. We should just go. Let's just get it over with and get to Wolf's Crest. I, I put my hand on your shoulder and say, like, we will get him back. 
We'll go back for him. Yeah, but... Yeah. I'll keep my trepidations to myself. We should just get ready. Get what we need and maybe head out first thing in the morning so we have a fresh morning or we can travel through the night. But I think we need to maybe take it easy and start out in the morning. Because it's like late afternoon at this point, I feel, right? Because it was about mid midday. It's still about midday. I mean, really, you guys didn't spend more than an hour, hour and a half fixing the wagon. Okay. So. And then an hour short rest. We figure probably like 2 or 3 p.m. Okay. So I'll just, I'll leave it up to you guys. I think in the meantime, I'll at least get like my supplies together. Maybe go talk to the, uh, some members of the Akhnerai and get those supplies you talked about, Uther. And uh, I guess just prep some stuff so I can make them on the road. Caitlin, I just want to reassure you. I, I know that I was somewhat in favor of perhaps Nyla, um, taking Fango in the first place. Um, and once again, that decision was not mine, which is why I did not make it. And also, the decision was not Nyla's, and it was wrong of her to do so. Uh, but as we continue our journey, I want to re-emphasize the fact that the reason I s believe that in the first place is that we are going deeper into danger, and Fango would be safest with Nyla. And I don't believe that no matter where we go on the rings, no matter what happens, I, I fully believe that he will be safe with her. And even if this is not an ideal situation, um, we will be able to reapproach her and have that conversation later, even if this is currently a, an uncomfortable time. And oh, trust me. I plan on having that conversation with her later. But in the meantime, yeah, I know he's probably safer with her than me. And at that, like, Caitlin just looks really kind of ticked off. Um, but, you know, let's just go get what we need so we can get back and get him. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just trying to help. No, I, I'm sorry, Marcus. I'm just... It is what it is. And I appreciate your, your words. I just... I just want to get moving. I think that's the best for everyone. Yeah, just get in your cart and fango. God damn it, Scott, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Noise. Noise. <laughs> damn. We got some spice today. <laughs> God damn. I can't help myself sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I, I believe we have enough daylight uh, to uh, at least make some leeway on our journey. So everyone make their uh, preparations and we shall go. Awesome. All right. I'm going to go once around the table, have everyone tell me what they're going to do. And then we'll have you guys go. Let's start with Jesse. What does yeah. Bartholomew do? So... I, I guess part of it would be um, having a just a, a conversation with Ava, but I, I, I would be hoping to get a moment alone uh, with Caitlin. Um, I'm not sure what she's planning on doing. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's let's start with that moment with Caitlin, since you're the party's together right now. As you move in your separate directions, we'll say that you uh, 
pull Caitlin back momentarily. Shimmy, shimmy, shimmy. <laughs> Literally, like, <laughs> hand on shoulder, <laughs> grabs, like, no, hang on a second. Uh, I gotta go get the potion stuff. That can that can wait. You have an hour. <laughs> you don't know how far their tent is. <laughs> I have walked around this this area much more than you have. I'm pretty sure it's not going to take you an hour. I know my way around here. Fine. What's up? I just listen. I'm your friend. We went through this whole thing, you know, and then Creeley tackled me. Yeah. Uh, that wasn't just me. BSing you. I I know this is tough. This is not a, a simple thing to, to lose somebody like that. Um and I hope that you didn't take Marcus's tone as like more upsetting. No, I I know I'm just I'm not in a good place. And it's just gonna take some time to get out of it. It's, I've, I've been in this before, and it hurts to have this happen again to me. Yeah, I. Like I've already felt a huge loss, and I don't, I didn't want it to happen again. So, I think old wounds are just reopening with this one too. And I know, Marcus meant well, but, yeah. I just don't, I don't know what to do. And I think the only thing I can do is keep moving forward and not think about anything else. That's, that's fair. And, you know, these, these times of, of turmoil and these bad guttural feelings, usually they, they lead to new beginnings. And funny enough, that's kind of the name of this forest. Just between you and me, I did learn the name. And it is the Forest of New Beginnings. Oh. The Forest of Ralakai. Oh. And while you're feeling this hurt now, sure, take it. Ed, let it let it let it make you feel sad. Let it let you go through the feelings that you need to go through. But I see this as a new opportunity for you, and this isn't the end of Fango. This is not like, not like something you've lost for for good. This is just a temporary hitch, and now you've got an opportunity to make everything right, become more powerful, and find the way to uh, have the strength to get Fango back. If that's what you think is right for Fango. I think at this point, like, a couple more tears kind of well up in Caitlin's eyes as she hears this. And um, she's like, yeah, I mean, I guess that's right. I just, I hope this works out. I, this has been hard. I miss my home. I miss my family, I miss Vaz, I miss everything that my old life had. And this is just, I don't know. I'm happy to be here with you all, but I'm, this just brought it all out. Yeah, well, if you ever feel like you're homesick, one of the best ways to 
cure that a little bit is tell us some stories. I'd love to hear some. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I will. All right. Well, I've said my piece. Now, you'll want to head over in that direction over there. It's the second le tent on the left. That should be probably where you need to go for your healing items. I think when Bartholomew raises his hand to, like, point in the direction it is, I'm just going to give him a hug. Aww. <laughs> and then just, like, kind of step back, wipe my eyes, and be like, all right, uh, I'll head that way. Thanks, bud. Of course. Okay. We're sticking with Bartholomew for a moment. So now oh. you head off to find Ava. Sure. That's well, that's what you had said before. Is that still correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, as you make your way to her tent, you find her busily preparing something. Can't see. It seems like she's stuffing a bag presently. Trying to hide a dead body. <laughs> you sure know how to how to how to open a conversation, don't you? I just like to keep people on their toes. <laughs> you really think I'd use a bag for a dead body? We've got a forest with an evil witch in it, and I can turn into a creature that has claws. This would be so inefficient. That's that's fair. That's fair. I <sighs> thought you were trying to surprise me with something. Ah, <sighs> idiot. She throws the bag at you. <laughs> Make a deck save. <laughs> uh, oh, the juice is out of that die. That's a... Uh... Oh, my dex is plus five, though, so that's a 12. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you do manage to catch You do manage to catch the bag, though. It takes you a moment. You take a moment to look inside, and it's full of wrapped baked goods. Oh, Of various God. varieties. Man, it's going to be tough leaving this area, but we'll be back. Yeah, try not to die out there, huh? I will do my best. I think the goal is to make sure everybody else doesn't die first, though. Last man standing sort of thing? <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, like... Gotta keep the party safe. Might want to try not hallucinating first. Yeah, well... Thank you for carrying me back. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you, wanna, you, wanna, you, wanna, you wanna explain what happened there, or are we just gonna... Let the fact that you disappeared for four and a half hours just slide. I will spend the rest of whatever time I have explaining that situation for to her. Okay. As we move on to Bill, uh, everybody towards the end of the hour hears, What the fuck? shouted at the top of somebody's <laughs> lungs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bill. All right, on assumption that the reclusive forest druid people don't have a mail system, <laughs> I'm going to locate the nearest place I can get healing and obtain healing. Because while Bill is a nice person and doesn't usually like to trouble people, he is currently feeling a 15 out of 42 and would like um, to feel better. <laughs> that's my bad for skipping over it. I was going to get to you. You went and joined the wagon crew. Go ahead and bump yourself up by... Thirty-two points. All right. You nice. were also healed w upon arriving in the village. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good. Well, then that causes an issue. I don't know what else I was going to do because that was my strategy: <laughs> was to go get myself healed. 
Um, I suppose I'll just sit in the cart and start writing a letter for the next time we get to civilization. All right. Anything else? You just gonna you just gonna write? I'm just writing. It's a tough job. Okay, look, I've got to apply. It's fair. I've got to apply. 10 intelligence to it. There's a lot of big words to remember. That's <laughs> like average. The, that's average intelligence. Is there a, anything in particular that you're trying to write that you are going to share out loud? Or is it still Bill's head to everybody? Dearest father and mother. <laughs> What's actually written? Hi, dad. <laughs> <laughs> that's as far as he gets in an hour. <laughs> You got it. See, you got it. You got it. You can play my character for me. It's perfect. Oh my god. SpongeBob, you make a really nice H. What I learned in boating school, boating school is. <laughs> oh my gosh. Lovely. But no, I will be. I will be sitting there recounting our tales in a nice fashion, not uh, not too bloody for my uh, city dwelling parents, so that uh, we can. Hopefully get that get it sent out to them and by the time they receive it I will be in a different place doing crazy adventures. All right Uther Yes <laughs> This is Uther Uther Des. Yes. <laughs> um, I will be That's the thing. I don't know what to do at this point Don't feel like you have to do anything like, this is just tying up loose ends if you'd like. Yeah. I think I'm going to commit the evening to trying to memorize um, Nil's uh, summoning spell that he, that we used in case we need it for the future. I know we have copies, but I'm trying to commit oh, like it to memory. memorize the symbol? Yeah. Okay. So you have an hour. Um, oh, an hour. Sorry. Not an evening. I, I, I thought we were saying for the evening. <laughs> uh, I, I forgot that druids get their wild shape back on short rest. <laughs> um, I will let you start to memorize the symbol, keeping in mind that the fact that you know the symbol may not mean that you're able to use the magic. Okay, fair. Um, go ahead and give me an intelligence check. Straight intelligence. No, arcana. Arcana check? Okay. 13 plus 6 so 19 nice. okay you you begin to commit the symbol to memory you're gonna have to probably spend a full evening to get it where you could get all of the intricacies of it down okay. old metal alchemist <laughs> full metal alchemist <laughs> in an alternate universe rather than stealing fango I just combined him with Uther. Oh, oh no! that's sad. Dalwood's like, Caitlin. Uh! <laughs> cries, cries. Too evil. We're not in the DC universe. I am not the one who said Full Metal Alchemist. I just <laughs> rolled with it. <laughs> oh, I was thinking. Oh, we'll, we'll get this in the post show. Uh, Marcus. Um, so with the hour, uh, Marcus is going to um, ask around the village if he can, uh, if, if anybody um, has any silvered arrows, if he could trade for those. Um, he's also going to do another uh, double check in the cart. And um, 
Uh, lastly, as we're kind of like uh, getting ready to go, he's going to actually uh, uh, talk to Bill for a bit and, and see how he's doing. Okay. Um, so to start, let's go ahead and give me an investigation check. It's <laughs> a five. It's a five? Yeah. Uh, with a five, you're aware that there are hunters in this tribe, but you're having trouble distinguishing them from the rest of the Achnerai. You are unfortunately unable to locate anybody who would be able to trade arrows with you. Uh, in a sighing defeat, you make your way back to the cart to check on it and find Bill already sitting inside, pen and paper in hand. Oh, talk. Or oh, Bill, or... Oh. Hope yes, what can I do for you? I hope I'm not interrupting you. I just want to make sure you're okay after um, after your um, incident with Nyla. Oh, I'm doing just swell. She's just a, an interesting character, I think, would be the best way you would describe it. Ow, my head. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose I would describe it just like that. Are you writing? Yeah. I'm writing a letter to my pa, just letting him know how things are going. It gets a little antsy if I don't uh, remind every once in a while that I'm still around. Oh, yes. Your family and hometown seem quite uh, interesting. No, not really. <laughs> but that was the problem, after all. <laughs> I suppose that's why you wanted adventure and uh, glory. You can get all the gold stars in the world, but it means nothing if you can't show them off to everyone else. It's quite admirable, Gork or Bill. I feel awkward now. I'm going to leave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have a good one. Marcus is like, I gave a compliment. I can't do anything else. Bye. Marcus, an hour well spent. So I had to converse with the barbarian. Last but not least, Caitlin. Uh, so yeah, after I have my conversation with Bartholomew, um, I'm feeling like a little bit more, I guess, stable. Like, I'm not happy. I'm not sad. I'm just kind of as is. Um, and I think we're going to go to that medicine tent to get some supplies. Okay. Um, after having a quick conversation with the healers within, uh, you are able to get an odd assortment of supplies. You're not actually sure you recognize half of the ingredients that they handed you, but you were assured that they are used in healing. So what I'm gonna have you do is add five doses of uh, potion making ingredients, but I need you to separate them from the rest of the ones you have. Okay, special and just, Yeah, just put, like a, just put like a question mark next to them. Okay, I can do mushroom that. Mushroom question mark? <laughs> yeah, mushroom, mushroom. mushroom. <laughs> badger, 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 badger. <laughs> um, At the end of the hour, you all reconvene at the wagon. Some of you are already there. You are given five days of rations each by the villagers. And after sighing discontentedly, Creeley turns herself into a very large painted horse. Yay! It takes you a couple of tries to get her hooked up to the cart, 
mostly because every time you do, somebody tries to pat her and she tries to kick you. (laughs) (laughs) But eventually, she's saddled up and ready to go. Uh, I'm gonna go up. Driving. (laughs) I'm gonna go up to Creeley and kind of just look at her in the face and just basically be like, hey, you know, I really appreciate you doing this. Um, Who do you want to drive? And I'll cast Speak with Animals so I can understand her. Without a single moment of hesitation, Bill. (laughs) (laughs) Understood. Most Um, trustworthy character. Goodest boy. (laughs) Clearly. Do Do you need anything else? Are you okay? I can only keep this form for three hours and then I'll have to redo it. That's I can okay. do this. I can do this six hours before I need to rest. Okay. You just let me know if you need anything, okay? Mm. Don't let Bartholomew pet me again. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> it's demeaning. Okay, and then I pat her on the head. That's your armor class. <laughs> it's 14. She's going to try and kick you. <laughs> no, Creeley, it was only the one that I played. <laughs> she rears up on her hind legs and tries to kick out with you uh, at you with her with her front hooves, but she misses <laughs> due to the I'm restraints. I'm sorry. I didn't I mean it that way. I just said it was demeaning. I meant like a pat on the shoulder as a thank you. I'm sorry. I won't do it again. <laughs> She kind of shuffles her hooves into the ground in a very non-horse-like fashion. All right, here. You can punch me when you're in your human form, all right? And you're in between. I'll give you a... You can give me a sock on the shoulder. I'm sorry. All right, I'll go get... I'll go get Bill driving. Every time turn into a fucking horse that's what you hear like as that's what the translation comes through as all right guys i talked to creely uh she wants bill to drive really all righty then did you give her a carrot are you sure no bartholomew let's keep this to a minimum she's already doing something very nice for us let's just get on the fucking cart and go oh yeah that's why i want to give her a oh oh i think horse creely likes apples that's what it is Just get on the cart. You hear, you hear, Bartholomew, you hear a whinny coming from the front of the cart. (laughs) Caitlin, how long do you speak with animals last? Uh, It lasts a while, right? It does. It lasts for... Uh, An hour, right? Ten minutes. Oh, not an hour. So you you hear during that whinny, Caitlin, what you hear is, that fucker knows I can hear him, right? Like I haven't lost my ability to hear. And you hear you you hear you hear Winnie coming from the horse like continuously. Caitlin, what you hear is I swear to God, if he tries to feed me an apple, I'm gonna throw him into the ocean. <laughs> and then I'll kinda turn around and be like, Don't worry, Creeley, I'll help you. Alright, Bart, get on the fucking cart. <laughs> Okay, okay. That's that's fair. That 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 Winnie sounded pretty aggressive, so Um and then uh I'll get the map out and then I guess I'll kind of sit towards the the back front of the cart so Bill can drive but I'll I'll be nearby to navigate. Okay. So as you guys begin steering your way out of the village, You make your way towards the spot that Bartholomew had described to you earlier, where the fog was thinner. And safely pass through 
to the other side of the Forest of New Beginnings. Caitlin, as you pass through the fog, look up from the map, turn back, just make out the outline of a figure behind you. A familiar, tall figure, staff in hand, a smile on her face. Nyla raises a hand and waves goodbye. I flip her off. And that's where we're gonna end the episode. <laughs> oh. What a her. Get her. Get her. Get her. Somebody come get her. <laughs> Nyla is not dancing like a stripper. <laughs> like if you did, if that like happened, I feel like I'd be like that little like a little creature just like flailing my arms and she's like pushing me away at the forehead. <laughs> you suddenly Donnie from the wild thornberries. God damn. All right. Smashing. So. Thank you very much for tuning in to another episode of the roaring D20s. The Woo! final episode for our second season. <gasps> um, we hope you've enjoyed listening to this season as the party has made it through one forest in 30 episodes. Summer um, really, really, forest. really good, really good progress, honestly, overall. <laughs> um, uh, so thank you to the five of you for, for playing. I'm really yeah. looking forward to what happens next with this group of yes. uh, adventurers. Adventurers, not idiots. Adventurers. Adventurers, yes. <laughs> and I hope that all of you in the audience have enjoyed listening to this as much as we've enjoyed creating it, you know? Love you guys. Yeah. Um, we'll see you when we come back. Chris will maybe be on time. <laughs> I was mostly on time. Somewhat. You were 31 minutes late. That's pretty good in my book. <laughs> and if you guys want to be, if you want to be read on, like Gork. <laughs> if you guys want to be on time for when we start season three, make sure to follow us on Twitch or Twitter, not Twitch. on Twitch, Twitch. <laughs> Twitter, on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we'll be posting updates when we're coming back for season three. And then if you guys want to check out our Patreon, we'll also be posting some updates over there too. So. Might be some, might be some little, little special stuff in between season two and season three. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.